Hello and welcome to Fireside. Today is maybe a little bit more of a marketing-y episode um, that really came from a question that I think is about something different to what it is about. So Kat Stacy asked this question and she said, I really struggle with finding my identity and knowing where my business ends and I begin. My business is very much entwined with my personal life as I make jewellery to celebrate growth and marking the milestones of our lives. I found my passion with it through my own difficult life experiences and the healthy need to acknowledge the grit as well as the gloss. Yet, I struggle with knowing how much to share, feeling like I need to have something profound to say every time I open my mouth slash app and trying to shed the imposter syndrome of talking about life, mental health, growth, passions and joys. I am passionate about the importance of being honest and real, but finding where a healthy line should be drawn is so hard. Now, the way this question started... I thought it was going to end in a different place. So I thought it was going to be a question where she said about knowing where the business ends and she begins. I thought it was going to be around kind of a sense of self and kind of putting all your sense of self into your work and not really having that separation between who you are as a person and your value and your innate value and how well your business is doing. And then the question sort of turned a little bit and it doesn't sound as though this is really a problem for Kat, that kind of real fusing between the sense of self and and how the business is doing. And it seems more like an issue of how to talk and what to talk about. Um, so where she says about needing to have something profound to say and shedding the imposter syndrome, it's not that she kind of feels too exposed or doesn't really have enough separation between the self and the business. It's feels like the problem is that she has things to say, but doesn't know how to go about saying them, which I think is quite a common problem. And even sometimes you think you don't have things to say, but you feel like you want to speak. And that kind of real block of there's so much inside me and I can't quite pass them down into easy, digestible Instagram captions. And yet I want to be seen and I want to be heard. I just don't know what I want people to see and hear. And that feels like the kind of struggle that's going on here is that having so much to get out but not quite the channel to do it in a controlled way that feels safe and it's going to be either a huge splurge or it's going to be nothing and at the moment it sounds kind of like it's nothing. So that being the case that the problem is having things to say but not knowing how to say them. There are a few things to hopefully start to 
unlock this. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is enoughness and particularly in light of the worry of everything you say having to be very profound and unique and original and you know life-saving um because I think people feel when you're trying to be like that I think when you are reading someone's stuff or just even scrolling and you find a caption you can always sense when somebody's doing a big run-up into being profound (laughs) that there's just a real effortfulness in that writing where you it's really flagged to you so early on of like oh somebody's about to drop something profound here and it's not a hundred percent authentic it feels like profundity for because that's what you have to do is be profound and actually what it does is be the opposite it's a point that because they've built it up or they've obviously feel not 100% comfortable with it that it doesn't really land the way the person would have wanted it to so I think the first thing is to start to really pay attention I think it's a very fine line when you are there in the onlines and you're seeing everything that everyone is posting and it can become a very comparison-y, overwhelming place to be. But also there can be value in looking at everything in that with that critical eye and with a real business head on and thinking, okay, well, where can I see profundity that isn't working for me? (laughs) Where can I see people doing that run up? And where can I see that it feels disingenuous or, or not authentic that people are sharing these things? And also see what is really resonating with you. What does land for you? And how are people structuring the things that land with you because I'm very willing to bet they aren't the people who are saying the world's most profound things but they are saying things with honesty and often things that are very small and unique that's why I think a lot of memes really land with us because they pinpoint such a tiny 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 experience that we immediately resonate with and so it doesn't have to be big and sweeping to be worthy or to be profound so what really helps me with this is to think about the things I want to say in stories so rather than trying to make a point I try to tell a story that makes a point and this does a few things one it's just easier for people to engage with and more fun and entertaining for them to engage with a story it also stops you having that very 
earnestly profound attempt at being profound because you're just telling a story that at the end of it makes people go, "Uh uh-huh, I get it. And the onus isn't on you to be speaking from a mountaintop because you're just telling a story. And it feels like once you get your head into it, at first it's harder to start thinking in stories but once you've kind of flicked that switch it then becomes a lot easier and takes a lot of the pressure off because all you have to do is tell a story to make a point and those things like I said can be really 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 small. Earlier this week I published on the blog a piece about a train journey after not winning a prize which was a very very small experience but The point I wanted to make was about how we deal with disappointment and how we also um, try to get clarity and feelings too early on in a moment. But it was the story that sort of really unlocked the point that I wanted to make and I couldn't have made that point without the story. So I find personally that thinking in stories and telling the stories is a very freeing way to say the things that you want to say and it also feels a lot safer because you're not there pronouncing a truth you're telling a story that people can interpret so I do have a class called story class which is just a sort of one-off video with a workbook Um, So if you are interested in kind of getting into stories and how you might use them in your marketing and your content, then you can go and check that out. I will put the link in the show notes. It's called Story Class. You can find it on my website. It's a nice fun thing to do that you can do sort of whenever you've got an hour, really. But one thing that you can do if you're trying to get into this way of thinking about stories is ask yourself the question when you're going to write an email or post your Instagram caption of what's true today? What feels true? What has been the experience? Something that I do when I write my newsletter every month is at the beginning of that email I say to myself, what has been the story of this month? And sometimes I'll write a paragraph on that that I will inevitably delete, but it helps me to get into the story of the month so that I can get to what was true about the month that I want to talk about. So just simply going, I'm going to write a caption about what is true for me today can be a very useful exercise to getting into thinking about stories and likewise the question what was the story of x is another really useful exercise so linked to that idea of enoughness is the imposter syndrome that Kat said about feeling around life and mental health and growth and passions and joys and that sort of everybody else is talking about it why do I need to talk about it what do I have to add to the conversation and 
this is a like you know this is a a a really it's something that we do all have to think about because it's hard to reason with it the idea that goes around and around and around and that people always say that always feels a bit like a cop-out to me is you know the world needs your voice nobody else could tell your story the way that you can and I I don't know I it's I guess it's true but I also think we've all heard it so many times it's sort of lost any real meaning and what we're faced with every day is a planet full of people telling their stories with something to say and it's kind of hard to believe that the world really does need our voice so I think this is sort of the sort of thing you have to do in spite of and that perhaps you can't always 100% believe the world needs your voice but maybe we don't need to think about it in terms of the world maybe we need to think much more in terms of small communities and people who are going to see your stuff that's not going to be the whole world but maybe they will find it interesting and maybe that's enough maybe it doesn't have to be world changing but one thing I do know is that the world is a better place for people sharing their happiness and their joy and their passion I think it's infectious and there's also so much in the world to be distraught about and so much to be unhopeful about that there is an inherent value in sharing human happiness and joy and passion um, just to remind ourselves that we're capable of all of beauty as a species as well as everything else. So something, some things that I think about around this kind of imposter thing and trying to get your stuff out there even when you feel like, who am I to be writing this? The first thing that is really important, and I say to people over and over again when they worry about, this is often something that comes up when you worry about being an expert or that you're not placed best placed to talk about something or you have to do a whole load of research before you can publish anything on this topic is that there is a difference between the truth and your truth there is a difference between the truth and your truth and so if you aim to only tell your truth then actually there's no arguing with that. There's no arguing with your interpretations, your experiences, your observations, the way you see the world, because that is your truth and you're not trying to say that is the whole and absolute truth. It's just how you experience the world. Let somebody else, probably with a lot of research budget, tell the truth and gather every possible different point of view on a subject that's not what you're here to do you're not here to tell the undeniable inarguable truth about a topic you're here 
to tell your truth about it. Some other things to think about when you're kind of going through something that you've written and you're thinking, what is the point of this? (laughs) Or you haven't even got to that point because you're already thinking, what is the point of this? There's two questions that I base what, if I get into that kind of stuck place, what I base this around is I quite often think of myself six months ago and what would have been really useful for me six months ago to have read. The other thing is, what's something that I'd be really interested to read? From when I very, very first started my blog back in 2016, that was the first measure that I had. So, you know, blogging was very different then, that there was a lot of I'd say quite samey stuff out there because people were really big into SEO and, you know, trying to do kind of listicles and all that sort of thing. And I actually found that there was a lot of blog content content that I didn't really want to read. And so that was something that I decided for my own blog was that everything I published would be something that I would want to read. Even if that meant it was short, even if that meant it was small, I just, it was going to be something that I would find interesting as a reader. And so that's something that I keep up with now. And there are things that I work on that don't get published because I think I'm doing this for the sake of it. Where am I going with it? Nowhere. <laughs> and, and so I bin it. Um, so sometimes that can be really useful because you're so in your role as the creator and the writer and you're so fixated on those mystery people out there who are this faceless world audience and you worry so much about what they will like even though you don't really know them. So actually boiling it back down to what would me of six months ago thought of this? Would this have been useful? Would she have loved this? Or Is this the sort of thing that if it popped up on my feed that I would click over and read? That can be a really good way to get perspective. So there's one more thing from Kat's question that I want to go into and that was where she said about the healthy line between kind of being honest and real and also, you know, a person who is allowed to have privacy and not put all of their business on the internet. And that is a really difficult line to find because I think we very often can operate online in a sort of hunger games of vulnerability (laughs) or the vulnerability Olympics, which is it especially happens during um, particular times of seismic change. So I'm thinking around things like the Me Too movement and other kind of online movements where we all feel a little bit obliged to compete and to share and otherwise we're not authentic Um, and it's quite hard to navigate those times especially but there is a sense that suffering gets clicks and it's hard to lay yourself out like that. So I would suggest making some benchmarks and some non-negotiables for yourself. So the things that you don't talk about, 
for me that's very often I know like my parents don't want me to speak about them which is fine (laughs) and also my partner doesn't want to have a lot of things about him and his life online which is also fine because it's his life and their life um so those are some areas of things that I just don't really touch or at least that I ask permission for beforehand um but obviously there are other things that I have either not felt ready to talk about or maybe never will ever talk about that I just kind of have put in a box not like a box of in that I'm not dealing with it but just like that's the box of stuff that doesn't go online and that's absolutely fine so just kind of setting those benchmarks and kind of drawing the lines around what what you are happy to talk about and what you aren't happy to talk about and being fine with that and also know that they can change as you get more comfortable with sharing the other key thing is when you're kind of teetering on the line and you're thinking of sharing something but you're not sure is asking why you feel driven to say something So do you feel driven to say this thing because you think you have to in order to show up properly, you know it will get you clicks and that's the main reason that you're sharing it, you feel obliged or beholden and do you feel scared and like you're not backing yourself? by saying this do you feel like you're hanging yourself out to dry or do you feel driven to say this because you feel very strongly that it's a story that can really help people you feel like you want to be seen and heard in this story you feel really passionate about how you've written it and that it feels really beautiful to you you feel nervous to share it but it's a nervous because it's important not because you're crossing yourself and do you feel like you're on your own side in the sharing of this I think it's quite obvious (laughs) from the way I've described those which is the more ideal scenario so just being being on your own side with why you're sharing things and not sharing things out of a sense of obligation once you've done that, well, once you've kind of clarified which it is, you can't really go far wrong. So I think that's everything that I've had to say on this, to be honest, um, that there is a sense of allowing what you have to be enough and not trying to be the world's next voice for whatever topic it is talking in stories and thinking in stories is a really nice in to sharing the things that you want to share without feeling like you have to force a profundity to it and also remembering the difference between these truth and your truth and what you're trying to do with it so that's it for this week um any links that i mentioned will be in the show notes um something i've not yet asked you to do is if you are enjoying 
listening to Fireside and you like that the podcast is back, if you could please leave a review there in your podcasting app, even just a couple of stars, preferably five, um, that would be really great and really useful for helping people to find the podcast. Obviously, if you hate the podcast, please don't leave a terrible review. (laughs) But if you do enjoy it, it would be great if you could share it with other people and allow other people to find it as well. So yeah, other than that, I will be back with you next week. And until then, have a great week.